0: Hello and welcome to the official pilot and the first episode of the X and T podcast. I am XD and she is Tatenda Henani
1: yes welcome guys i'm tatenda henani and we're really excited for this podcast we've been talking about it since 2020 and it's finally happening so do join us today as we also explore some of the topics that you actually gave us on facebook and we really appreciate the feedback that you gave that us really that was really dope eh? it
0: was really nice yeah because um you know uh viewer feedback is really good because it uh, gives us a bit of direction towards where we can go and what you guys want to hear on the podcast because i mean it's long form content but i feel like we have so much we can talk about and so much that you know some so many conversations that we have you know uh without recording them behind the scenes that we now want to bring to light (laughs) so that they can inspire or help or Just entertain, I guess. Just pick
1: our brains, if I should say that, right?
0: Yeah, because we have such deep conversations on our own. So that's why we decided to do this podcast. Because, you know, on YouTube, you can't speak about everything. You know, people are impatient. People just want searchable content where they search for... uh, answers quick answers to do something
1: how to make a beat and then they just go so like this kind of conversation you don't actually necessarily have to like watch the video you can actually just listen to us whilst you're doing something else Uh, you know driving somewhere you know finishing an assignment or something and then just you know kind of feel like you're part of the conversation and we're always open like we said ideas of what you would want us to talk about Mm. in future you
0: know yeah and uh one thing i'm also i also appreciate about uh media in general is that um all forms of media are now becoming acceptable especially out here in africa you know because it's like things like podcasts it's it's, it's something new in africa you know people are starting to do it it now and starting to accept podcasts but People were used to radio and people being DJs, you know, with the deep voices and the radio, you know, (laughs) the commercial kind of thing. But it's amazing with the way technology evolves and everything moves. People are now catching up to podcasts and listening to alternative media and other people, you know, just connecting people that you wouldn't normally connect with in person because they are. Like far away from you.
1: Exactly. And just hearing different kind of opinions from different people. Because I know with radio, you only know the bigger personalities out there. But, you know, sometimes they might not be even able to... Uh, express their own true opinions because of what mm-hmm. happens with the whole broadcasting and everything. I'm not saying here we will be, you know, <laughs> be hateful and insightful <laughs> and, you know, cause drama. But I'm just saying like we can be able to speak freely more than we do. Like yeah. even on our own personal channels that are separate from this. So, you know, you can kind of get a piece of us if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, um, first and foremost, let's, uh, let's begin with, um, what inspired you to do what you do? Like, let's start with you first. You know, ladies first. You know, Silvery. What inspired you to to be a creative, to be someone who's in the creative space? Because... You did uh, go to to, uh, to 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 Boston, right?
1: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, first of all, before we get into this, we actually got a comment. Uh, f- this podcast is inspired by a comment we got in the, in the on the Facebook post, which actually said, "Can you please explain how you know XD got into the music production business and how I got into photography and videography?" Just to give some context to the podcast, in case you're like, "Okay, what are we talking about?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my my love for photography and videography actually started off, actually didn't know it was a path for me until I realized I was actually good at it. So I went to Boston Media College uh, in Stanton, back in, jo- in Johannesburg, and actually went in wanting to do PR. Believe it or not, but then luckily, like the curriculum that we had,
0: you wanted to do PR, like you chose to do PR. I
1: I thought I was gonna do public relations because I know w- I'm why.
0: Good. Why did you choose to do PR? Because
1: I'm good at communications. I'm good at you know handling people, dealing with people. Uh, I I just felt like it was a path for me at that specific point because like public relations just appealed to me in a different manner, and it was part of the um, the curriculum that I was gonna do. So mm. I just I think i'm until now i handle our business like in terms of like i am yeah. good with communications basically and yes, that's what public relations that, is about yes. you have to be good with people good with communicating and getting the job done and as i actually started doing it i actually realized there is more to public relations than, than what is the i exactly but i was good at it like I so really did that was good demoralize
0: you to do it and made you switch or what happened then
1: Uh, I started because when you do the curriculum, you do things like video. So the first year, you do everything. You do marketing, advertising, video. You do photography. uh, You do public relations and radio. So you are exposed to everything. So then I went into the video classes and the photography classes and the sound classes. And I started to really like fall in love with what was happening there. Like obviously previously I've always wanted to be on TV naturally Uh, as as I became a journalist and all these other things but I guess we also can get into that after this but I just didn't know that it was a passion of mine and when I actually realized I'm actually good with technical things like Uh. handling cameras and actually being on camera and working with other people and shoots and all these other things my shift totally changed from public relations to doing video and that's what I actually majored in for the next three years of me actually studying so I think that's where the love actually came from the more I did it, the more I fell in love with it and Piara totally fell off like as much as I was good at it I just knew it wasn't the path for me
0: oh okay yeah so that's what uh drove you to the creative side of of, of things
1: Yes. Yes. That's actually, that's what actually drove me because the whole, when I first started, it was just called video, you know, it was film and television production, but it was like, I felt like maybe it was too complicated for me when I started before I actually could get my hands on big cameras, know how to work sound and just the excitement of planning, you know, to do a shoot, whether it was like a news broadcast or we're trying to do music videos and we started studying movies, the behind the scenes and, just breaking everything down it was more down. fun for you right? it was more fun for me i just felt so rejuvenated whereas in pr like yes there was some practical things we were doing but it wasn't <laughs> like hands-on you know it was just more presentations than more yeah. going out there and actually yeah. you know doing the things if that makes yeah, sense I'm, I'm,
0: i must admit like um yeah. technical stuff is fun like technical stuff like uh, personally that's why i also uh, am into music because yes. i you know I, I enjoy playing around with you know with tinkering and playing around with toys so to call mm. you know so when you when you're a videographer when you're creative within your space there is things and tools you can play around with and have fun with you know exactly exactly
1: mm. And, yeah, I guess I can just kind of speed up the story. And I think after I finish studying, you know, when you study a video or you study film and television, you think that the first job you're going to have, you're going to go and start with like a big blockbuster Hollywood Mm. movie and then you're just going to be straight to the camera and all that. It takes a lot of years. Like the 10,000 hours they talk about is no jokes and you need more than after that.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Isn't there uh, like, a, like a requirement for you to be a director to, di- to direct a film? Uh, what is that? Do you have to be a certain age? Just like what they do with presidents. Yes. yes. You have to be a certain age and they have made a certain number of movies. If, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, these, days,
1: these days it depends because if you are a producer, producer basically like sponsors the whole thing. So say maybe you've yeah, been acting. Yeah, but active. I'm
0: talking about a director.
1: Yes, a di-
0: director movie,
1: yes, I was gonna get to that
0: okay no
1: it's it's totally okay, um. It used to be that way, but as you can see, these days we actually have younger directors than what people mm. deem. The thing is, beforehand, you needed a, a, a large body of work for people to actually trust you to be a director to but be on the helm of everything else. But now, what's happening is actors that have been acting for a while or just even a little bit can now become directors of things. Look at a situation like maybe with like Issa Rae mm. with her insecure HBO show. I mean, she's young, mm. but She's producing, she's directing, she's doing so many things. And even the, um, the director that did Black Panther, he's also really young. He's not Ryan as Coogler. old. Yes. So you know what I mean? So it's now like if peop- if you can uh, produce and you have impressed enough and you're actually good at what you do, you can actually become a director or producer. Producer, you just basically need to have the money to sponsor the whole thing, the but whole obviously thing when you put it, it together, yeah, exactly. So mm. it it used to be like that because I feel like even now people trust people that have more experience yeah in the he, game. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: Yeah, obviously. Yeah, they're they less risk yes. than someone who's starting out that's not really
1: yeah that you know. doesn't know the ins and out because there's so many things that have to go. That's into why when a, you
0: look when you get a job, they say, hey. We need five we need years experience.
1: experience. <laughs> and you're like, okay, where was I supposed to get I just came from get? school,
0: now I need a job. <laughs> where do you I get the experience? experience.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think they do that so that you know the ins and outs of the industry. Like for you to be a director, you need to actually know how a camera works. Yeah. so most of them actually know how to work with the director of photography mm. or DOP. you have to work hand in hand and you also have to work with the producers the people that are putting in money so that you make their vision come to life that's yes. why sometimes there is the director's cut and then there is the studio's
0: the studio cut. cut so
1: yes. it just also depends on how that works and you also need to know if you're a person that how to pitch ideas how to do a budget I mean we watch a lot of behind the scenes mm, like a do. person da- wears many caps a director director can actually act, a director can be a producer, mm. a director can be a runner, a director knows how to do cabling, a director knows how to join the arts people to actually <laughs> help them out. You wear many hats, so you need to be very diversified in that manner for you to become a director. So I think there's a lot of things that go into that for you to do that. But mm. for me, I ended up not doing movies. I actually went into the news into the news world. As you know, I was a TV uh, reporter, like a journalist, and then I was a newspaper reporter. I also did a bit of editing, a bit of online work. So I started at SABC. Then I went to the famous ANN7, and I was there for a while. So about three to four years of experience in the industry, and then I became like a YouTuber. So all, all, all of that actually helped me to I don't know the passion just became bigger and bigger. So now with what we're doing now with YouTube it just becomes more interesting I guess. And mm. I don't know and you
0: own your own content. Yes. You know that's one thing about YouTube that I love. You know uh, and, and even like podcasting like yes. this, you know, you are free to do what you like and you have creative freedom uh, whereas if you work for a corporation or a company you don't own the you stuff. You don't own the content. No. So you you are working for a company, basically. It's like if you work for a company that makes bread, you don't own the bread. You don't own
1: the bread. Although
0: you're the one that makes it yes. from the dough to put it in the oven and all that. You know, most people don't know it. Even like um, the stuff that happens with like, like in, in music, yes. with the record labels. you don't own Most people anything. don't understand that. Most people don't own their own you music. Don't. Although their name is there mm. to say that, look, uh, this is like a Kanye West song or whatever. Yes. But Kanye West might not actually be the owner of...
1: Or even know, the his music. name or anything. Because anything I did within any organization I worked for, it was never mine. So yeah. I could never really save it and claim it to be mine and share it however I wanted. It belonged to the company. So mm. being a YouTuber, like, empowered me to actually own my stuff and have direction and be my own director and decide what I want to put out and what I cannot. And so many rules. Like, right now, I have colorful hair. I mean, I could never do that when I was on TV. Like, I... I <laughs> i couldn't oh, is,
0: is, is there rules on tv like what you uh like they hit the type of hair and yes
1: there is it's, it's unspoken but you kind of get the vibe like have you ever seen an anchor that's mm. reporting news with like pink hair and she's chilling and she's not looking professional you have to have a certain you know energy and vibe about you so in terms of that, you also need to be prepared to know that you have to be formal at everything that you do because in a day maybe you can cover like three stories. One mm. you're at parliament, one you're dealing with people, one you're somewhere else. So you have to also look the part for people to take you seriously because when it comes to news, you are dealing with like grown-ups. That's kind of yeah. like the target market. So who wants to listen to a person with pink hair? Yeah, talking they have about- to
0: protect their image, exactly. so to speak.
1: I mean, I can't Uh, be telling you people died and I have pink hair, (laughs) guys.
0: I'm
1: just saying, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, So, anyways, enough of. So that's,
0: uh, so that's the that was your journey, up until you you know you started to do YouTube and yeah, and 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 become a creative and you know get into photography and videography and all that.
1: Yes, uh, that was my journey in a nutshell. Mm.
0: Yeah, but, like, what drives you to, to, to really make content, like, on, on YouTube? Like, what's your what's your drive, Like, what inspires you to, you know, cause, because now we have the history yes. of where you're coming from with it. But what drives you to continue to make content and, you know, continue to be on YouTube as a content creator?
1: It's helping people. Mm. Like, for me, I felt... My journey on YouTube has actually changed, but every step of the way, it's always been about helping people. And for me, like the TikTok videos that I do, it's about helping other creators other creators like me because you know when we started we also relied on other people's youtube videos to help us but those people were never really in africa to mm. actually start with i can literally count the number of people that i know that are doing tiktok stuff that are in africa and that are women mm. and i am part of it and i'm glad to be actually helping other creators because no one is there to to, to you know, to nurture us, to we can entertain other people, but who's there to actually help us start? Some sometimes you don't even know how to open a YouTube channel. Sometimes you don't even know how to operate a camera. Sometimes you don't know how to conduct yourself on camera. Look, who's going to teach you if there isn't like a formal school to do it? So for me, it derives from are helping. Eh, for they the stuff. are expensive. Like music
0: school, film school, they are expensive.
1: Mm, arm and a leg. I could sell my liver, and it'll still not be enough, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's really expensive. So for me, what drives me is to always help. Whatever I know, I'm readily available to share it.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So that's what really drives me.
0: Now that makes sense. Yeah. Mm, that makes sense. That really makes sense. And, and 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 it's cool for you, man, to 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 help because I, I feel like we're in the age of information. Yes. So sharing information is the now thing
1: yeah it definitely is it's
0: either you're sharing it or you are taking it
1: you're taking it and definitely definitely and you know to you how did how did we become you know the brand xd xdizzle and uh how did the music journey start what inspired you and you know to actually just start music and like what keeps you going now as a YouTuber and as a music producer, you wear so many hats, (laughs) you know, you do so many things. Like explain to us how you became the Ex dizzle brand that we all know and love now.
0: Well, um, I I firstly started off as a rapper Mm -hmm. because my cousin, uh, Silent, you've met him. Yes. He was into music. (laughs) Shout out to him. He was into music first before me. right because i was into art you know like drawing sketching and all that so Mm. that was originally my thing like back in primary school and early high school that was my thing so i used to sketch and all that you know that's actually another story of where my name xd came from because i used to draw a lot of x-men and stuff like that so that's where I was at creatively so I used to enjoy art because you know that's all we had like you know all we had was pencils and pens yes. and books and notebooks and all that so that's the that's the only tools that I had at that time so I got into drawing and you know I was a fan of comic books Marvel comic books DC comic books mm. no matter you know I enjoyed that stuff so my cousin silent yes. he then ended up, you know, uh, like involving me in what he was doing because we, we ended up staying together, yes. you know, for a while. So the more we stayed together and all that, you know, I started to enjoy music, yeah. you know. And as I was cu- also coming of age, I started to listen to music. So I started to, do, you know, to listen to a lot of rap music and all that. And listening to all this music, I started to actually understand it. Mm. and I started to take... Uh, uh like to to be interested in it exactly. you know and um, so um like i went to boarding school right to uh to boarding school so at boarding school we we it was all music back then yeah. everyone was you know listening music, to music, music we yeah. used to like write down lyrics and all that you know and it was really cool we used to do that like people would have like books full of lyrics and that was really fun so we would like, you know, uh, recite lyrics and all that. And then, you know, when you're in the, like when we go to the parties, you know all the lyrics and it was so cool. It was the you coolest. You know, it was like the coolest if you know all <laughs> the words to the songs. So that in turn, you know, kind of sharpened me to know how to recite lyrics. Yes. So then when I would hook up with my cousin, he... um he noticed that I could recite lyrics and he was like, why don't you write your own lyrics? Yes. You know, because I'm into music and all that. You know, you can also, you know, Be drop some of balls it, yes. on w- w- what I have going on. <laughs> what was he singing or rapping as well? Um, he was rapping. Okay. Yeah, he was kind of rapping also uh, at that time. We, mm. we, we, yeah, the, uh, we just got into uh, rap. Mm. So... You know, I I started writing my own raps and started writing my own raps with him. And then uh, back at back at that time, we used to rap on like you see when 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 you listen to like music on like cassettes on stuff like that because yes. we didn't have instrumentals there was no at producers back then yeah. so we would rap on a part where it's you know like the lyrics are quiet it's just only the beat oh, okay so we would know that okay it's this coming. part is gonna be you know then we jump in <laughs> <laughs> excuse me it's then okay. we jump in and then you know we just uh, dive into you know that part and then we just start rapping and uh, you know we fill in with our own lyrics exactly at that point so that sharpened us. And then we started uh, like doing dubs of cassettes when we had the, uh, you know, I used to get in trouble with my dad for overdubbing his cassettes. I can only
1: cassettes. imagine you would not ma- mess with your dad's yeah. cassettes. Oh. I, I, I used to get a whooping all the time for
0: overdubbing his cassettes because we didn't have anywhere else to record ourselves. Exactly. You know? And back then, we didn't have computers. So all we had was um, like uh, radios that would record. So that's how we started recording ourselves. So then, what got me into production was Mm. the fact that we couldn't find producers. Producers were very rare and they, like, like they charged a lot of money. I can only imagine. For their beats and for for recording. And
1: the time.
0: You understand? Yeah. So we had to find a way, you know, to make our own beats. Mm hmm. You know, so that's what pushed me to the production side because I was like, you know, if I cannot find anyone that can make beats for me and I cannot afford, let me see if I can do it myself. Exactly. Like nowadays, you you find a lot of rappers are now producing for themselves, you know, and most of the time it's that's the reason it's because they cannot afford studio time. So. You know, they save up for a mic and a laptop and an audio interface so that they can do things, you know, themselves.
1: Themselves, yeah. And
0: that makes so much sense. So that's what got me into, you know, production. You know, so I, you know, and then I really, like, went into production full-time and... You know, I, I kind of created like my whole posse of rappers. You know, people that followed me because I started producing yeah. and then I started recording and all of that. And it was very interesting and you know, and it was very exciting. She always told really me fun. your
1: place was always filled with people. I yeah, think I up until the time I even met you, know, you, you had yeah. a lot of people coming through. <laughs> yeah, because
0: you know, if if you know that a rapper does not walk alone. No, they don't. A rapper does not walk alone as one man. Every artist has like you know, like three or four more people that they always share with us, like a crew, you yes. know, so we, when it comes to time to record, maybe I would have, uh, like, let's say in a day I would have maybe four uh, sessions, like four artists coming through. Yeah, It means all these guys, like each artist is coming friends. with their own friends. You understand? And sometimes they would all just show up at the same time. So that's what got me into um, production. And then I got into production and all that, you know, and and I did it for like years, you know, and all that. And obviously, you know, blowing up is really difficult. Like I get people that ask me like, yo, how come you've never blown up and all that and all that? I'm like, guys, you know, blowing up is is, Is is, is is difficult (laughs) if you don't have the connections.
1: (laughs) And if you're not
0: in the right place. At the right time, true. It's not gonna happen. It's all about chance and those kinds of things. So that's what happened when it comes to you know blowing up and all that. But I've been doing it for a long time, and I've you know acquired a lot of knowledge, you, you know, through experience and also my own research and learning, mm. you know. From the the stuff that I was doing,
1: so mm. you've worked in quite impressive studios, Red Bull Studios, and like so yeah, many other places. Yeah,
0: been a lot of places. Like like music took me like to a lot of places yeah. in terms of where I've actually been, where I can say I've been, and people that I've worked with. Because I used to have like private sessions yes. with like some other artists because they would have their own recording setups at their own house, and they'll be like X. Can through, you
1: come through,
0: yeah record us, you know, mm-hmm. so um later on, I uh, then um uh, like I used to help a lot of producers, upcoming producers to like figure stuff out and yes. guide them and all that, like you remember they would, they would always come and a consult lot of guys would come consult and they would come ask me for help on certain topics and certain things and all of that kind of stuff, and I would always help them and you know, so you
1: were basically doing tutorials before you knew that you were the, yes. the, the, the I guess, the tutor that you are now on YouTube, if we should say that.
0: Yes. Yeah. So that then pushed me to, you know, go to YouTube and then, you know, do YouTube and start YouTube because I had been already teaching people and, exactly you know, being that kind of a tutor role, if that makes sense. Although I didn't really see myself as a teacher, I just saw myself as a producer that also just wants to share what he knows. Mm. And you know.
1: And you know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are packed with knowledge for days.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Because um, like what I always say is with yeah. any trade, um, it takes knowing like a bunch of simple things mm. to, you know, to to, to create something great. Right? That's true. Like if you really think about in the creative space, like let's say uh, photography and videography, for instance, you, you don't just learn one thing and then you now know it you perfectly, know. how to take photos or take video, right? Yeah. But it's knowing the simple things like knowing aperture, knowing ISO, yes, knowing shutter, shutter speed. speed. You and know, you can apply it everywhere. Wide balance. And if you put all of that together that's how you can make a good-looking photo or good-looking video. Exactly. You know, how to expose skin tones
1: properly. Yeah, so
0: it's those simple things, just like in music. You know, you learn EQ, you learn compression, you know, you learn de-essing, you learn levels and composition, melodies, arpeggios. so many things that you learn that are simple. You know, even in the videos, they are very simple. But if you put them all together, all that together... You know, it beca- you, you, becomes you become like a so whole good. Picture. That's why people are surprised when I make music. They're like, "Dude, you're how are so you good. so good? You, you know? know, so much. You know, I'm like, I've learned all of this, the like basics. You know, th- 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 all these basic I, things, and mm- put put together." There you have it.
1: Exactly. So what actually got you into getting into YouTube itself? And I know that your brand has actually changed in terms of like name changes and Mm. why you started the journey. And if I do so, say myself, you are actually blowing up. You know, it's not just me. And I think when people actually respond to this podcast, they can actually attest to it. So <laughs> how wh- what has been the journey like for you and what actually keeps you driving to keep on creating content here on YouTube and keep on helping upcoming producers?
0: Um, well, when it, like when it comes to blow up, it's 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 about being at the right place and the right time and also just being good at what you do. True. Right. Like, you have to be good at what you do and you have to be passionate about it and people need to see it, you know, because you can tell.
1: You can. You if someone really is good can. at what
0: they do and if they are about that life, exactly. you know, you can tell if a person is really that good. So that that's what people want to see. If you can translate and communicate what you're trying to communicate properly. Yes, and, you know, and also it. be, Yeah, and also be in the right place and at the right time. Mm. That will can help you to blow up quicker than you know than possible obviously it's it's, it's also a chance it it's is. basically lotto because you know there's so much other people that are also doing you know uh the same thing out there that i'm that might be even more privileged than you 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 know you actually exactly. are exactly yeah but what pushed me to to do youtube like is more or less like you said yourself that you know you, you want to share yeah. what you know. And I also wanted to share what I know with people. But one thing I know is that there is people out there that are like me that, like that are also starting out and that, you know, are coming from a place where they don't have a person that can help them exactly. and guide them. And people that cannot afford to go to music school, exactly. you know, but they really want to do this. You know mm. what I mean? Because to be honest with you, music saved my life. You know, being able to do music actually kept me going, you know, like I know I've had times when I was, you know, depressed and, you know, not feeling like myself, you know, but music always brought me back to who I was and it gave me a chance to document and, you know, tell my story to people. You know, and back then, like to be honest with you, we didn't have social media where we could share and
1: express yourself and express
0: ourselves exactly to where other people could see it. Mm. So you know, you recorded your music, and then it stayed in the house, and you're just like, okay.
1: I made a beat, guys. I made a beat, and (laughs) that's
0: that. But nowadays, you can actually put it out, you know, and and put it out, and people can actually hear it. But back then, we understood you have to enjoy the process. You have to enjoy what you do, you know. That way, if other people can enjoy it as well, then that's a bonus, then that's a good thing. But we started off doing this you know, and enjoying it and with the hopes of being on radio and being on TV. But, you know, as you grow, obviously priorities change and so hey, forth.
1: Adulting hits you like a, you <laughs> like, like a, a ton of a, bricks. Yep. <laughs> like hits
0: sh- you very fast.
1: Mm, I almost swore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, the, 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 that's, the, that's been my journey and that's how I got to be here. And, uh what inspires me to keep going is the fact that what I'm doing is working yeah. and I'm helping people. Like I get comments where people are like, yo bro, you know, you're, your channel has helped me so much. Mm. You know, it it really helps me. It how does that I, I make understand. you feel
1: to know that you are changing lives? I mean, I read those comments <laughs> with you. Like it's it's amazing, babe. Like really, honestly, you. It are, feels good. You are changing lives, Lee. Like, it feels yeah. really good. It yeah. feels
0: really good. Like it it's 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 a, it's a heavy burden, now, but I'm not gonna lie. Mm. You know, but it feels really good. It there is a feeling of fulfillment that comes with that because you feel like. You've given something to the world, you know. That's why you see most celebrities, when they get really famous and popular and they make all this money, they always give to charity. Yes. You know, so I don't have money. Like if I had money, I I would obviously be giving away to some charity (laughs) in some form or fashion. But this is what I have. So this is my... Give to the world. This you is you
1: give it everything. Yeah, right?
0: this is my charity. This is what I can give to the world, and that's what I'm gonna give to the world. That's what I'm gonna be known for. Exactly. You know, if I'm no longer there, they can say that. Okay, this is what he's done.
1: Your legacy. My
0: leg. Yes, perfect. Yes. My legacy will be this. Mm. You know. So you take. You take. You take that and do whatever you do with it. You know. That's true. So,
1: And, you know, I I really like the topic that you were talking about saying that it's all about the right place and the right time. And I feel like you you filled a gap that was not really being filled in terms of like the music production uh, game in terms of like you could have just easily become like, uh, you know, like how you started the channel, like being like just a hip hop producer. But you were actually really good at making house music, like all sorts of house music. I don't think there's any house music that you can start that would not actually... Sound good, which I'm always surprised when you don't like certain <laughs> things you make. I'm like, release it. <laughs> it's 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 good. Yeah. And you found your, your spot and you are growing within that spot. And I actually see a lot of people that are actually starting channels that you've actually inspired as well because you found a gap and you are actually leading, I should say, in Africa, like as the house music producer. And mm. I think you should pat yourself in the back for doing that. Because oh. it's pretty, pretty amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> done but yeah but um like I was gonna say that you know the thing is
1: yeah
0: when it comes to like me being versatile I've I've figured out a way like like I'm open like I'm open minded you know yeah. and I figured out that every, you have to learn everything I had to learn each and every genre every style that comes up like
1: you when learn it I'm so a quick. piano
0: comes up you came, came up, up, up I had to also learn it
1: mm. So and I, I had to figure out
0: how it's done, yes. how to put it together, and I had to learn how to do stuff, even house music. Like, I have old friends of mine, like, you know, friends of mine that pushed me into house music, you yes. know, but that's a story for another day. Oh,
1: a nice you know? story. And...
0: Yeah these are people that pushed me because they were like, yo, bro, why aren't you making house music? You know, Mm. you're so good at music production. Why don't don't you go this direction? Because, you know, people always suggest things and suggest a direction you take. it
1: came from a good place, And it came from a
0: good place and because they knew I would be good at it, you know. And I I found myself also just, you know, going that direction. And I enjoyed it because, you know, obviously hip-hop changed as well. You know, I I started to feel out of place when it comes to hip-hop, so... House became my thing because, you know, it it didn't really change that much. Although there was like new styles of house, but I feel like it didn't change much as much as hip hop did.
1: Hey, you know. And I am I must say, like, the hip-hop producers out here, whoo, they are lit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mince their words, eh? Hey? They will come at you. you see like, even if you're trying to, like, teach something. But I really appreciate the house producers. They are such a yeah. good bunch, you know? Yes. Yeah, They're so Positive
0: you know such a positive people and such a positive crowd you know so there's a lot of respectfulness and there's a lot of camaraderie in the house music scene that's very enjoyable so at the end you know i I really felt at home and i'm a person that's that enjoys quality and that enjoys you know just good sounding music you know and to play around with different sounds and all that and you know the, the hip hop production was narrowing down to just 808 and you know just the 808 drum kit only that's all the drums you could use mm. that would that that, that would uh, the get anyone's attention would appreciate, accept, yeah. appreciate so you're stuck with only that you mm. know it's, it's so many trap beats you can make before it becomes boring and you lose interest like uh You remember when I actually also like took a tumble production wise when I took a break.
1: Yeah. That
0: whole year when I was out, that's also another story.
1: <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yeah. it was really crazy I because I felt like you I was were DJing, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, I
0: was DJing. Yeah. But I felt like I uh, I was doing the same thing over and over and mm. over and over again. So I so I got really burnt out, you know. So I stopped and then I just.
1: Oh, and your Got DJ sets house. were fire because they were <laughs> full of house music. Just saying. Yeah. You know, of course, yeah. you would put in the, you know, the pop beats here and there, like the Afro pop and the hip hop, but the house uh, was fire. And uh, I really would like to see more sets. I think we should, you should incorporate it somewhere in the future. You yeah, know? yeah, we'll, yeah.
0: We'll <laughs> obviously, DJ equipment is expensive, but yeah,
1: we'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get Pretty there.
0: soon I can get back to DJing, um... I, I would love to. Like I really enjoy DJing. I enjoy entertaining people. You know, it's it's, it's really fun. You know, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's just basically how everything went kind of about. came
1: together. So the journey has been beautiful, and we're still growing. How does it feel to have over forty thousand people expecting something from you every single time? And you know, how does it feel to be approaching almost like a hundred k? It's so close now. You know, from yeah, where I you know. started. Yeah. How crazy is that?
0: Yeah, uh, it's 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 unreal, man. It's really crazy. But I mean, I'm still me. I still feel like me. I feel, mm-hmm. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's just numbers, you know. Yeah. And to be honest with you, we can sit and like dwell on the numbers as much but it's 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 numbers although i understand it's people yes
1: it it, is people it's, it's
0: true it's people but like i said it's such a burden you know to know that there's so much people and so much attention you know that you now have and all that but for me things like subscribers is just people you know signing in saying that okay I was here.
1: Mm, I know, acknowledge
0: you. I acknowledge that I, you know, I just want you to know that I was here. True. So I'm just signing in to show you that I was here. Mm. Because people, can, you know, can subscribe and never come back.
1: True, true.
0: That happens. So that happens. you can have. That's why channels might have a million subscribers, but views might not amount match. to a million. They will
1: never match. They will that, never match because it's just followers. people that
0: passed by. Yes. So just knowing that I've I've had forty thousand people or even more pass by my channel that feels really good you know mm. it feels really good and i'm really blessed and you know that's why i feel like i, I should continue to help you know i should continue to help people and keep doing yeah. what i'm doing
1: yeah keyword is to keep on helping and i think that'll keep um keep both of us motivated to keep helping because when you know you've changed even one person's life or, or improve something upon what they are doing, I think it, it fuels you. It gives you fuel, you know. As mm. much as you enjoy what you do because you are passionate about it, but it also makes you feel good when you know that you've actually, you know, changed an aspect of someone's life. Mm. You know? How yeah. do
0: you feel um, with this journey of, you know, content creation and, and all of that?
1: I really enjoy it eh at first, like you were saying i uh, I was really worried about the whole you know numbers and however the case might be, mm. but I found um like i'm I'm in a comfortable spot where I'm I'm not looking for the blow up instantly because I'm still growing and I've come to a point where I'm actually now comfortable with how I present myself and how I put out information out there and how people actually respond to it, you know, in a sense that as more people start to gather on my channel, I won't be as... Freaked out, if I should uh, say, I'll be much more prepared. Because I feel like people want the blow up. To it you get used to get gradually. Like now, I think when I met you, I was never really comfortable to sit in front <laughs> of a microphone and be okay. I would be panicking, like hella panicking, like you know. Mm. But now I'm comfortable. I can look at the camera. I can sit properly. I can do so many other things without really overthinking it. So I enjoy the process. And when I plan for my videos, I plan knowing that there's people, I'm catering to a certain audience that is actually interested in what I'm doing. And at the same time, I'm actually enjoying the process. So whether I get 10 people that watch my video or 100 people or even more, I know that I always have the people that will always show up like my day ones. So I think that means a lot to me that they are people that I'm actually helping that keep coming back for more and more. You understand?
0: That makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, that's it. That's it. I, I feel like um, we, we can reveal more as we go with the podcast exactly. and we can tell more stories. But um, thank this you. This
1: was the pilot. <laughs> this was the pilot. How does it feel? It looks like you're running out there. You've
0: <laughs> <laughs> I been mean, running out like I'm going to get up and run. No, no, no. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm kidding, baby. I'm kidding. <laughs> this was the pilot. Thank you so much for the suggestion for this topic. Mm. I think it was really interesting. I think for yeah. you to get to understand or know both of us. Where we
0: are and how we feel about about it all. So exactly. if, if, if you've listened up to this point, thank you so much thank for your support. Thank you, thank we appreciate you. your time, you know, and podcasts. What's nice about podcasts is that you can just listen while you're driving, while you're you doing chores. You don't have chores. to watch You us. don't have to really watch, yeah. you know. But if you do watch, we also appreciate it. We do. So, obviously, give us a positive rating, you know. Give us a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. If you're anywhere else, you can uh, leave a good rating for the podcast and, you know. Smash
1: that like button. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, just give us um, positive some positive vibes love. over here because, I mean, we're starting out. Obviously, we're going to refine it as we go. Yeah. You know, it's something new it's a new venture that we you know branching out into and it's gonna be really cool we're very very excited and you know it's gonna be really dope but yeah we'll see you guys uh, in in the next episode it's been uh, the pilot the first episode episode 2 will be coming soon and if you guys have any suggestions of any topics that you would want us to cover you know you can just also let us know Mm. do not hesitate also check out our channels her channel
1: um, Tatenda Henani uh, everywhere else you can find me Tatenda Henani will probably have handles here yes. and on you know his channel X-Dizzle <laughs>
0: Yeah, you can also check out my channel and you can check me out on my social so you don't miss out whenever we drop videos or we drop a new podcast yes. but anyways uh, we'll see you in the next one
1: this has been the T Podcast much love and light see you next time Peace. Peace.